I'm Dr. Daniel. And I'm Dr. Josiah, and this is Life with the Hackneys. Today's episode is called Saludogenesis. That's episode seven. Episode seven. Saludogenesis. Yes. What does that mean, Dr. Daniel? Well, I've got some definitions pulled up. I bet you do. Are you ready for this? Probably not. The word salutogenesis comes from the Latin salus, meaning health, okay. and the Greek genesis, meaning origin. And so the word was coined by Aaron Antonovsky. He was a professor of medical sociology, and he posed the question, how can this person be helped to move towards greater health, as opposed to the traditional medical model of separating health and illness, mm. which would be like pathogenesis. Pathogenesis, yeah. So I, I've got a definition for you there, too. Oh, just so, just okay. so we can be, yes. you know. Balanced. I want, I, yeah. <laughs> so pathogenesis, pathos is uh, ancient Greek for suffering or disease, and mm. then uh, genesis, again, is from creation. So the study of disease versus the study of health, mm. I would say. Mm-hmm. The salutogenesis is, it's a new word for a lot of people. Um, and some of the different approaches that Aaron Antonovsky thought of whenever he developed this model were, let me just read this real quick. So models associated with salutogenesis generally include holistic approaches related to at least the physical, social, emotional, spiritual, intellectual, vocational, and environmental dimensions. That's a lot. Sounds like some of the things we talk to you guys it about. Is, yes, which is why day. we are talking That's about it today. Because it, though it may be a newer word, it is something that if you have been in our clinic, you actually have already been introduced to. And it's something that we, it's a lens, a perspective, a way that we view health, not just in our practice, but also in our own lives. And so yeah. pathogenesis is that study of disease and illness and looking at treatments and management of what makes you ill versus salutogenesis is what makes you well what can we focus on to build up health rather than be react reactive to what is making us ill yeah and i have this uh research article here this one's really uh, amazing yeah so the article is called uh, salutogenesis a bona fide guide towards health preservation you would think I wrote it. <laughs> Put bona fide in there. <laughs> Somebody got away with that. <laughs> Taking care of one's own health is probably the most neglected part of an individual's life. We often consult a doctor when we are ill, but never introspect on the conditions which are keeping us in good health. Mm. And that's just the introduction. I'm not going to read everything to you guys, but I can go check it out. It's in the National Library of Medicine. Uh, I just did a quick... PubMed. PubMed. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I just it's it's a free article to look through and read, and I mean, I just I just looked through a couple of these, and um, it's got some good information in here so far. Because is so. that the one where they were talking about the Holocaust survivors? So that was where Aaron Antonovsky. I want to make sure I say that right. He uh, was an Israeli American sociologist, and he looked at. Let me see where it is here. He looked at. An epidemiological experiment on menopausal women of Israel who were survivors of the Nazi concentration camps of Second World War. Yeah. So, so how some of these, I mean, all of them went through a horrible experience. Mm. 
but how some of them were able to thrive, and he developed this model based off of that later in life. So thriving later on in life. Right. So they all had very similar awful experiences, mm-hmm. yet they all didn't have the same outcomes. Right. When, in their health and in their lives. Yeah. And so he that's where he proposed, you know, there's a lot more to your health and to what makes you well versus just the bad things that happen yeah. or just what the, has made you ill. So germ theory is how the germ caused the disease in our body. And kind of if you are introduced to it, you're it's inevitable. It's going to happen mm-hmm. to you. Versus terrain theory, which is if you have a good functioning immune system, then maybe you, know, you don't even get any symptoms from it. Uh, sometimes you get a low-grade version of what everyone else got. But the less health that you have, the worse those symptoms are going to appear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like environmental toxins, allergies in Oklahoma. Oh, man. It's crazy. We're all experiencing the same air with the pollen and whatever is in it. Um, but we're not all having a response, a reaction to that. And so that is an example of it's an individual based on your individual health status, not the environment that you are in because we're all breathe in the same Oklahoma air here. The air doesn't just magically. It's not changing know. person to person, <laughs> but each person yeah. has a different immune response based on their health status. Yep. Why salutogenesis versus pathogenesis? Well, it's a lot more positive. <laughs> it is. It's a lot. It's just a more um, pleasant, positive we, approach. One question that, that we ask in our uh, intake form is, what are your top three health goals? Mm-hmm. And um, some of you guys put things like, I don't want to be sick. But what do you want? Get out of back pain. Yes. Yeah. I don't want back pain. W- what would you replace that with? Right. Because we're... Live to an optimal That's how we're conditioned, especially it, when it comes to health, is that we are... It is viewed through that pathogenic lens of it's very, um, this causes this sickness and, um, you're, it's a lot of reactive. We don't want this. And so we're going to find a way to silence that symptom because symptoms are viewed as bad symptoms. They're not pleasant usually, but they're signals. They're ways that our body is communicating with us. And so back pain it's not ever fun. Yeah. Pain is information. Though. Pain is information. And we look at pain as as the body's trying to tell you something. And sometimes your body is trying to protect itself from further injury. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's annoying. Mm-hmm. And it interferes with your day-to-day life. And I'm not suggesting but that you But it's supposed should. to. Yeah, like, it is. That's, that's the purpose that it serves. Yeah. Because what happens, and I think we talked about this previously, that our body our body is constantly communicating with us. And so it starts out as a whisper. And when we are tuned in and we, we notice, you know what, I'm feeling more tired today, or um, there was this twinge when I was running or whatever it is, we notice that and we address it. Ignore it. Oh, but when we address it, when we it, address it, yeah, then it doesn't turn into we've ignored it. And so now you come limping in here. And like, I don't know what happened. It, mm-hmm. it started out of the blue. I'm like, well, <laughs> and, uh, one thing I like to, I think I'm pretty good at Oh, is kind of coming back to the root cause of why something started, mm-hmm. you know, 
and uh you know my uh my answer for everything is stress it seems like <laughs> but stress does have a huge impact in how our bodies respond which is not just my idea i didn't come up with this stuff uh aaron antonovsky also throw antonovsky under Anton- the bus. well i mean he's uh <laughs> he's no longer with us but um he's he's about 20 but years all removed all of those different um things that he Physical, listed yeah all have a common denominator of stress. So the physical stress. Vis- yeah. Like, so okay, we'll use back pain as an example. Okay. So physical stress. My back hurts. Okay, well, so we want to know what have you been doing? How have you been sitting, lifting, moving, that physical component? Yeah. Versus. That's all stress. Uh, and we're not suggesting that you don't take medication, consult with your doctor. But if your body was lacking in... An anti-inflammatory mm-hmm. or a muscle relaxer, uh, you know, it's kind of a weird way to think, oh, I just need this and then the back pain will go away. Yes, maybe your body works through whatever was going on as a result of you getting rid of inflammation in your body or the muscles relax long enough for your body to be able to heal itself. But I would look at it that way as opposed to the medication healed you. Uh, and the approach we take is, Exactly. Like what, what is the cause of the back pain? How much time have you been sitting? Have mm-hmm. you been sitting too much? You're riding on road trips. Are you picking your kids up wrong or whatever other weights, but it's, you know, it's your kids. So, <laughs> so those are all f- physical stressors. Right. And then there is the social stress right? because we don't often think about the connection that just our daily living has to our body. At what we're thinking, what we're feeling. And so when there are social stressors, um, especially, you know, the holidays, there's a bunch, but mm. they're over now. And even people that we're seeing this week, there's a lot of social stressors. Yeah. The and physical there will be all year. manifestation <laughs> of the result of that, some of that stress. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he talked about emotional. And right. Absolutely. Just there's a physiological response for every thought and feeling that you have. And so you you know this if you actually think about it. Like whenever you get a hug from someone who you love and know and you know they love you, there is a response in your body and you feel it. Versus someone walks in the room that you I got, just feel the pressure of one's other person's touch you, upon. <laughs> <laughs> when someone walks in the room and you got a beef with them, you Ooh, also feel that that tension. Is this uh Can I not say that? No, you can say it. You can say it. Is this like a Eminem People, 50 cent beef uh, we got? do I look like I would have knowledge on that type of beef? Tupac and Biggie? I don't. You don't. <laughs> I don't. No, I'm talking more just as a female. Okay. Um y'all know when someone comes in, there's there's tension. You feel that physically. So there's yeah. a response in our body for every thought and feeling we have. And that's where the emotional part comes in. And then there's spiritual stress. There's intellectual, so that mental stress. Vocational. That's a big one. Vocational, Daniel. Some that's of your you favorite. guys. Well, I've uh, encouraged some people to try to find employment elsewhere. <laughs> and uh, those people that have, they have a better work-life balance. Which which equates to better health. Yes, because, I mean, there was one guy, uh, he will remain, remain, remain nameless. nameless. As everyone does on this um, podcast. I think he 
has added decades to his life because you know you're probably going to work yourself into a heart attack mm. all that stress or a stroke or something so working yourself to death that's an expression you heard that one yes work yourself to death and not to pick on nurses um you have already picked on nurses i do i just but not everyone listens to every episode okay i like to think thank you for those of you who do <laughs> hey mom <laughs> <laughs> but for the rest of you you know you you almost some of you not everyone but some of you put your job to such a high degree at the cost of your health hmm. um and it's usually the pregnant Very moms, committed. the pregnant nurses who are going above and beyond and they're moving patients without help because it's faster to not ask for any help even though it is more stress on their bodies to do that they're on their feet all day long like these are physical stresses but it's as a result of your job like mm -hmm. you wouldn't do that if you weren't working mm -hmm. maybe or, I mean, or if even you're just those, randomly moving people i mean yeah and but especially we talked about our, our pregnant moms before you're you have your maternity leave coming up and so you are, even if it's not a physically demanding job, you're doing so much extra work and you have this additional stress to make up all for around your job because you're that you'll be gone. preparing for your postpartum, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. your maternity leave. So there's absolutely vocational stress and then environmental stress, mm -hmm. which your environment is a lot of things. There's so, the chemical part when we talked about plugins in one of them. Plug, oh, the Glade the wall plug. Yeah, yeah, we went to, uh, for our anniversary, we went to, we thought we were, oh, we had, oh, right, what, right. what was it? It was like the sticks that are in the, yes, that was very it's kind of like an old school diffuser. Yeah. <laughs> where the sticks are in the, I don't know what it's called. You guys know what it is, but. You guys know. It, I was looking for the plug in and I took so it off of the top strong. shelf. Yeah. And I put it in the bathroom because it was so <laughs> strong. Potent. And so uh, that's an environmental stress yeah. that. It would give you a headache. Right. Some people it would give a headache. Others people, other people it wouldn't. It just depends yeah. on your your health status going into that. Yeah. I've had multiple people in the past few weeks or this week and then the week before Christmas talk about um, mold. Mold. Mm -hmm. Mold is a huge problem. That is a major stress for your system. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a big one. Mm -hmm. So if you have mold, please get rid of it. Please. Okay. <laughs> I don't have any mold remediation companies to plug, but if no. I did, man, they they would be make up on our the wall. list. They would. <laughs> so <That's> okay. <laughs> so what would be an example of? Okay, oh, I guess we were using back pain, mm -hmm. or we could use headaches or whatever. And so the example of someone comes in with a headache, and a pathogenic solution. Pathogenic would, approach would be okay. Well, here's some medication to take, and I'm sure that it would get rid of the headaches. Yeah, because it is going to manage that illness. Yes, we are more concerned with how your body is functioning than how you're feeling, because good function tends to lead to us feeling better. Right. So, yeah, we could probably mask all sorts of symptoms with medications. Or even in the natural crunchy sure, world, sure. there's, you know, the, the, there's a saying, there's a pill for every ill. But there's also kind of a, an oil and a 
potion, a potion for every <laughs> lotion for every emotion. Pro- you know, there's oh wow. A, well, there are. You know, there's all sorts of stuff yes, out there. And so the Bach flower remedies are really helpful be, for people. With you can be naturally minded and in the crunchy world. You could and still have a pathogenic approach. I have managed quote unquote people uh, who wanted a pathogenic solution. Um, like na- a natural pathogenic solution. Mm-hmm. I was adjusting them way more than they needed to be because they weren't making the lifestyle changes. I wasn't over-adjusting them, but they didn't need to be adjusted as often as they were had they made those lifestyle changes. Yeah. So the pathogenic, salutogenic doesn't mean that you're in um, the medical model of care versus a chiropractor's office because you can find pathogenic care in a chiropractor's office and you can find salutogenic care in a medical office too we know some uh some doctors who are really good about trying to find look at you as a whole person yes yeah more holistic yeah which is great and that's who we try to refer out to whenever it's something outside of our scope of practice Mm -hmm. so a headache with a salutogenic approach would be let's go back through so we have physical stress. Um, are we working off of a laptop where the position of the screen is too low and we needed to look up? And that can be a cervicogenic reason why you're, you have a headache. So cervicogenic coming from the neck or the cervical spine. There's other stre- uh, physical stresses too. Um, and social, we said this before or before we started. Now, maybe you need more time with your friends. Or family, or maybe you need less time with them. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you're like me and have maybe been over socialized. I, I can be over peopled. Mm-hmm. Emotion- peopled out. Yes, emotional stress. Our introverts out there, mm-hmm. emotional stress. We see it a lot. Uh, mental, these mental and emotional stresses can lead to physical manifestations, and that yeah. could be headaches for some people. It could be back pain for others. It could be uh, anything. Mm-hmm. It could lead to anything. Mm-hmm. So the environmental stresses. Um, there may be some hormone re- imbalance um, with uh, maybe it's your diet or the other environmental factors like that that could affect it. Uh, it could be whenever you have like Chinese food or something, the MSG, monosodium glutamate. Ooh. I won't go into the whole thing, but I'll draw a structure out next time. That'd be oh, fun. Golly. Yeah, um, I can't do it by memory, so I'd have to do it based off of a picture. But yes, or like some... MSG or some people with wine. I get a headache when I drink beer. Mm-hmm. Except um, ginger beer. Some... Ginger beer is delicious. It's non-alcoholic. It's like a spicy ginger ale. If you guys haven't tried it, it's something. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I like some ginger beer. Yes, you do. And then there are some women get headaches around their cycle. Mm. And so that's a hormone yeah. imbalance. That's more chemical. Yeah. And so, like, you shouldn't have headaches when you have a period. You shouldn't have any of those common symptoms. Oh, that should be another episode talking about that. Yeah, yeah. That's those are annoying, and they have been... Um, They've been marketed well, too. There's a lot of great commercials out there. And that it has been normalized that when your cycle comes, it's going to be awful. And um, here's a medication you can take. Or or even in the natural world here 
are the things that you can do. You can do a castor oil pack, which is helpful, but why are you getting those intense cramps? And so the pathogenic model is very much, honestly, don't be offended by this. That's fine. <laughs> but I think it's kind of how a man approaches things. Oh, wow. Um, where it's like, oh, well. <laughs> well, you have cramps. Here, take this, whatever. Um, there, I fixed your problem. And then a woman <laughs> is going to be like, tell me what is going on in your life. You're having cramps. Okay, you have this job stress. What does your diet look like? You're not getting enough of this nutrient. I mean, it's we're going to look at you as a whole person and not just... <laughs> Okay. This just came to me. That's and great. This is this what it feels like whenever I randomly brilliant. start talking about something but and you're like, this is, is off wrong? script. Am I wrong? Uh, no. 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 <laughs> if you have a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Exactly. Which it's not, it's not bad. It's just a different approach. And there are mm. times when we absolutely need that. We need the pathogenic ones. Like we have this, this, um, like emergency medical care my so arm fell good. off like, well yes. how how are you spiritually how, how doing are you right feeling now about my that? arm is literally on the floor <laughs> and i'm bleeding out right that's what emergency medicine shines what's your job <laughs> <laughs> what's your well maybe you that's a, a maybe that a is a valid question what your what's your job if you were if you just lost your arm yeah if you lost your arm that's, and you know you were in like some freak accident that's or something. there yeah. yes i mean no, emergency medicine shines. do you have any friends no, that's why my arm is on the floor. <laughs> that's why I did. I lost my arm. Bring it in myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I've ever derailed any of our topics as much as you do. Wow, so I'm rubbing I off don't on know. you. I no, but this isn't derailing. I mean, it's a valid point. Sure. Because the pathogenic isn't bad; it is just a different lens and perspective, and it has its place, and it has a time when that's what you want. In the medical model, we, like the U.S., we spend so much money, like so much money. Yeah. And we There's, are not, I'll have to look up the stats, but we don't rank well as far as right. overall health. If if medications made you well, we would be the healthiest nation right, in the world. Right, because we spend a ton of money on that. And I didn't think of that. I stole it from somebody. And I'm sure he stole it from someone, too, so I'm not even going to give him credit. But borrowing it. Borrowing. Yeah. Without credit. <laughs> but hey, it's gave, true. It's Anna, not. And Antonovsky. Antonovsky. Yeah, we gave him credit, so. Yes. Oh, and. It's really sad we didn't even know his name before today. Yeah. Sorry, Aaron. Sorry, Aaron. A-A-Ron. <laughs> <laughs> is so A-A-Ron Antonovsky. <laughs> is not bad but it is a different lens than a salutogenic sure and so instead of kind of compartmentalizing and saying okay this is what's going on so this is the one solution for it it's more of a holistic whole body whole life approach yeah. of yes you have this symptom and you don't want it what do you want and how can we create more of what you do want and so oh 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 okay did i already say this the question how can this person be helped to move yes. towards greater health okay i'm sorry yeah no yeah. but it's good to circle back around it, circle back yeah i saw <laughs> this reel about all the things that you circled back to and now it's the beginning of the year and you have to deal with all the things that you just circled back 
It's pretty funny. This is a good time as this new year is starting to kind of take inventory and just notice what lens you generally are viewing life through. Are you generally in a pathogenic model where we are focused on illness, disease, all the things that we don't want, but that's what we're focused on? Especially this time of year when the cold and flu season. And, and people are setting goals. I don't want this belly fat. I don't want back pain. I don't want. Yeah. And we, there's so much focus on what you don't want and how to manage that versus are you looking through a salutogenic lens, focusing on creating what you do want? Because it, like, we say this all the time. There's a difference between not being sick being and being healthy. well. Just like. Because you can be unhappy and still and not have back pain. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying, it's like, do you think that not having back pain will bring you happiness? Mm. Or what do you want? Well, I want to be able to move through life freely, play with my kids without interruption, you know, things mm -hmm. like that. Versus I just, I don't have back pain. Right. It limits you so much when you're saying, I don't want X, Y, Z, because then that's all that's in the equation. That's all you focus versus, on. Versus, so if you say, I don't want to be in the negative in my bank account no one does oh. but five dollars you're in the positive would you rather have five million that's a very different story and so with your health do you want to just not have these symptoms that you don't like or do you want to have abundant health because it's very different well said <laughs> it's because i'm a woman oh wow <laughs> I could have said it too, but yes, you would have definitely used different words. Probably so. <laughs> so Antonovsky defined sense of coherence as there's three components, comprehensibility, manageability, and meaningfulness. And according to Antonovsky, the third element is the most important with meaningfulness comprehensibility, a belief that things happen in an orderly and predictable fashion, and a sense that you can understand events in your life and reasonably predict what will happen in the future. Okay. Manageability, a belief that you have the skills or ability, the support, the help, or the resources necessary to take care of things, and that things are manageable and within your control. And then meaningfulness, which Antonovsky said is the most important, a belief that things in life are interesting and a source of satisfaction that things are really worthwhile and that there is a good reason or purpose to care about what happens. He said, if a person believes there's no reason to persist and survive and confront challenges, if they have no sense of meaning, they will have no motivation to comprehend and manage these events. And, and so, we see that too. We, we see do. that in our clinic, in our practice, that it's not just what happens to you. It's not just how you view what happens to you but it is how you approach the future and how you are viewing what is possible in the future and so i think epigenetics comes into this because yeah. we see people well this runs in my family and so i'm probably going to have this heart condition because everyone else in my family had heart disease well and it probably will if you don't do anything to change 
your environment. And by your environment, your internal environment, like what you put into your body, how you move your body, what you think about, all these things can affect. Yeah, because we know from the science of epigenetics that we our lifestyle changes how our genes behave, our gene yeah. expression. So maybe you have a predisposition for it, but it doesn't mean that you are... Uh, Destined. It's inev- yeah. Doomed. Yeah. Doomed. It's inevitable. Right. But if you... Th- if you if that's all that you think is possible, then that is what's possible. Yeah. Wow. So there's that too. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the way we view health, our health, your health. And that's why we ask the questions that we ask when you come in. And maybe if that's a new concept to you, it sounds interesting or a little strange that, yes, I have this pain right here. And we go, what did you do over the holidays? Did you spend it with your family? Yeah. Were you traveling? Um, were you where you wanted to be? And when we talk about coherence, the opposite of that uh, probably would be dissonance. Mm. And so if things in your life are coherent, then even those, what he talks about, those stressful events are something that you can manage and take over versus if everything is... Will have a different effect on your yeah, body. The dissonance. Um, yeah. Kind of goes back to allostatic load. Like there's only so much that we can (laughs) manage at once. Mm -hmm. Some of you all thought that was really good uh, (laughs) analogy. I appreciate you. (laughs) That office reference was yeah. No, it was good. It was almost as good as oh, what you're (laughs) what you came up with this time. Almost. That's pretty good. Wow. I'm just saying. Maybe your um, confidence is. Being shared. Carry on. Oh, okay. Being shared with okay. me. Okay, there you go. <laughs> well, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's good. All right, everyone. <laughs> so that is on salutogenesis, which would be a different perspective from pathogenesis. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us today. We'll share more next time. All right. See you guys. Bye.